Okay, hello everyone. Uh, not sure how long this is going to be or really what this is even going to be, but given what a heavy couple of weeks it's been, we really didn't put much thought into what we would do by way of an episode. A lot of places are not doing episodes or putting out limited things so as to not come off as a bunch of goofballs during uh, a very sensitive time. But I think that a lot of like Pete, like you and I have had conversations this past week that we haven't had. And I think that a lot of white people, um, we're both white have, uh, had conversations that they hadn't had. And what's been really impressed upon me over these past couple of weeks is that's important. You got obviously white folks like us have to be listening to our black loved ones and doing everything we can to, to try to make this world a better place. But a big part of that is having difficult conversations with each other and looking like a baby giraffe, kind of taking some first steps that we thought we'd maybe already taken by just not being racist people. And it's been an eye-opening couple of weeks, but I think that this can be a, a productive couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. I think like the biggest thing for me this week has been sort of like weighing the balance of of shutting up and just listening and also not being so quiet as to where it's like you're kind of being complicit. And like that's sort of been like the juggling act because like obviously it's important for us to say things and to recognize that there's work to be done and that we're not where we should be or where we need to be uh, as a country. And but I also think that it's important to not be so vocal where you're not letting other people speak and you're not hearing other people. Yeah. And that's been, that's, I think been a difficult thing that I've observed where we don't know how to do this. Right. We, it's been, it's very clear that we do not know how to do this. We, we don't know how to do this. And I think that we've always understood, or I guess for a lot of our adult lives understood that, you know what, maybe the initial impression of I learned about Martin Luther King in kindergarten and I got along with my black classmates and wouldn't you know it, I think that means racism is over, was incorrect. And I think then it became a, oh, well, I'm not a racist person. Therefore, what do you, what do you want me to do? I'm already doing everything I can do. And I think bit by bit, and it's a, it's a crawl. It is a pathetic pace at which I think a lot of people have come to realize a lot of things about our country, but you, you, you have to have that uncomfortable realization that, Oh, even things I learned in high school, not correct or not, or, or mi- misrepresented, just misguided like, or it's and or it's like literally just scraping the surface. Yeah. And I think that's been a big thing. And like we talked about it this week is, is that like, I think that a lot of young people and a lot of people that are our age or around our age did come up with like being taught that things were so much worse like 40 years ago and that there's been progress since then that like you a lot of a lot of people have come away with like the the thought process of like oh racism doesn't exist anymore or it's like it's not a big deal in this country anymore when clearly not the case. Right and that's where now that a lot of people are really opening their eyes, and obviously the, the George Floyd murder is a terrible 
thing to need to see to have your eyes opened. I think a lot of people are are realizing that oh like just getting by the the way we have been is while while maybe convenient for me is is clearly clearly unacceptable and it shows that i don't know you hear me say this all the time that everybody's a narcissist that even if they're like a good-natured person at the end of the day they're everything is kind of about them so mm-hmm. Even, even like you, you hear Drew Brees's. Yeah, I was literally, I was literally just gonna say this it, is that's, a, it's still happening even after like all this stuff has gone down. Like people are still thinking in terms of their own views and being narcissistic. Like Drew Brees, it, it's not about what Drew Brees thinks of the flag. It's not about Drew Brees's view of the flag. So for Drew Brees to like still come out, not be able to read a room, and be like. I think kneeling is disrespectful because I, when I hear the flag or when I see the flag and I hear the anthem, I think of my, my uncles or my grandfathers who served. It's like, great, but that's not about you. Right. (laughs) And like you're, you can feel free to stand, but saying that other people should have the exact same view on the anthem and the flag as you. And that when they kneel is like, they're protesting your grandfather serving in the military. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up and just listen to other people for a second. And the best case scenario is that he does listen to other people for a second and that he becomes more of an ally than, than he's been. Because while I like to think that that you and I are both quite a few steps ahead of, of Drew Brees, everybody, so. everybody with a heart. And there are a lot of people who just are not willing to participate and, and are still covering their ears and saying, racism doesn't exist. I'm not racist. You guys are all just trying to, to have fun on the internet. We're all on different pages and we're on, b- before George Floyd, I'm on a different page than I was uh, before I saw the Eric Garner video and God willing in a couple of years, we're going to listen back to, to the conversations we've had or this episode and say, hey, those guys aren't where they needed to be or where we are right now. So the steps for as frustrating as it can be, and God, I can only, I, I, I can only imagine people who don't look like us mm-hmm. looking at people who are so many steps behind as a, a really maybe naive optimist i'm hoping that that first step turns into a second step into a third step into a fourth step and years from now we're we're all better people for it like the biggest thing that i've been kind of like thinking about too is why why now like why is it this one that has uh sort of forced i don't want to say forced but like has ushered in like all this thought and this like activism, like why is it this one? There's so many ones before it that, and like obviously it's a uh, it's part of a bigger problem, and it's like a s- small piece. But like, why now? Is it is it like everybody going crazy because of coronavirus? Is it because like the country's so divided because of, of, of Trump? Like, why George Floyd? Was it because this one was so particularly heinous, where like everybody agreed that it was completely unacceptable and extremely racist and just a horrible thing to have happen. Like that's just been what I'm thinking about. Like why this one? I think that it's because the world has been shut down. So everybody is on Twitter and you can't look away from it. I think that it happening when 
most people were staring at their phones all day. I think hopefully has made a bigger impact and it clearly has because this does feel, and again, I'll, if I haven't said it already, we're acknowledging that we lack, we lack all sorts of perspective on this, but as somebody who was three years old during the Rodney King riots and can't really speak to that, this, this does feel different. And this does feel like a tipping point and I can only use my personal experience, but whether it's, talking to you this week or talking to my other white friends i've i've had conversations and i've seen conversations and i've seen people reflect and acknowledge things and acknowledging being misguided and misunderstanding the situation and that i just really never seen before so this and it was, and yeah, I mean, it does, I mean, it definitely feels different this time around. And it's, it's, it's like a strange situation where like, I, it, it's good that, that obviously people are talking about it, but it is like a weird situation where it, like everybody's looking to everybody else to be like, why haven't, why haven't you said anything? Like, why haven't you said racism is bad? Like it's a, it's a, like a strange situation where like now, like there is so much pressure on everybody to say something about it. Which, and I have, and I have conflicting feelings on that because I, again, I think it's an important time to listen. So I don't necessarily think that like not releasing a statement or something or, or not like immediately speaking up. Like I took a few days because I was like, I don't feel comfortable saying anything right now. And like, I'm also just kind of watching this all and I'm, I'm gathering my thoughts and, and like people were like tweeting at me, like, why haven't you said anything? Had, did, did they really? Yeah, I got and like, I, that's, and, that's, and after I did post one, there were people that were like, "I'm glad you said something because I was, I was like, wondering when you would." And it's just like, I, why, why are people thinking about me right now? Like, it's it's well, it's an interesting situation, and I understand that like that being silent is sometimes being is being perceived as like being complicit. Absolutely. But I also think that there there shouldn't be an immediate knee jerk reaction necessary from everybody. I think that gathering your thoughts and, and like taking some time to figure out uh, like the, what like gathering your thoughts and figuring out where you stand and what you need to do and and how you it is appropriate for you to react is a, is a good and smart thing. So my coworker Michael Holly said this. We were talking about Drew Brees and. I said that his apology seemed like, I'm sorry you were offended, which is mm-hmm. obviously not a very good apology at all. And he raised the point that this is somebody who has thought this way his entire life. And he's an old ass dude. He's 41, 42 years old or whatever. So for as much as you hope to God that he finally fucking gets it, because look, I'm, why, would, why would it happen? Like Drew Brees. I'm not a fan of Drew Brees, but anyway, me neither. Me neither. Like, as, as much as, you hope to God that, that he gets it. There is also, and these are just facts, this guy didn't get it. This guy d- hasn't gotten it his entire life. And so he didn't, and he didn't get it in like the, the week and a half, two weeks after, like as this was all going on, he still didn't get it. But the so point, the point is when... That he got it overnight. Right, right. The, the, the point is, is it really so crazy to see a, someone who's misunderstood, been ignorant, et cetera, et cetera, not be able to, to get it as quickly. And I know it's, 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 I hope that doesn't, isn't interpreted as me defending Drew Brees, but 
it's showing, I guess, the the game of catch up that that we're all playing, that I'm playing, that you're playing, and I hope. And I'm trying to not preach here at all or tell anybody what to do because I don't know what to do, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah I don't have any solutions and I'm, and I'm having awkward conversations. But yeah. if there's one thing I could impart, it would be to please not apply internet logic to this. You have been an insufficient ally. Fuck you is not, in my opinion, the way for white people to navigate this. I think that we've all been insufficient allies and we're all on different levels of this game of catch up that our black peers desperately need us to play. So if someone has been silent and has really not thought about these things and then says, you know what? I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be so silent. I do not think shame on you for needing to see this terrible video to speak up is a productive way to go about that. And it, it is true that it's that shame on anybody who needs to see this video to need to speak up. But if a person has spent their entire life misguided, not listening, conditioned to not listen, let alone speak, I, I think that their first steps are going to be awkward. And I also think that like it's it, being like not good enough doesn't help when it's in in like a I, I don't know I don't know, like in a forceful tone I guess like I I think that it's more constructive to say this isn't good enough here's why rather than like being like not good enough yeah to people. I don't know yeah. it's it's I've seen a lot of that where it's like somebody takes a, a statement and says you 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 didn't say you didn't say Black Lives Matter you didn't say like fuck the police or whatever, not good enough, not a strong enough statement. Well, it's like, well then tell, tell those people what they can do to help and what they can do to have a stronger statement and what they can do to actually have a more tangible impact. Yeah. Other than like trying to put words in their mouth, I guess. And I was going to say that I liked the Chris Ballard thing, even though Chris Ballard fucking dork of the millennium, uh, that I was going to say that I liked the Chris Ballard video because he mentioned like why, how is it possible that Black Lives Matter could be a divisive thing? And I was going to say, but you guys know where we feel on this. But I, I think that that I think that our listeners generally have an idea as to who we are as people. But also, like, what we've never—I don't know how many times we've said, if at all, Black Lives Matter on this podcast. No, I don't think it's—I don't think we've ever talked about it. No, I, I think that, and again, this is shame on us, and this is a, a learning experience where. I think anyone who knows me knows how I feel about Donald Trump and how I feel about police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're not saying these things and you are kind of biting your tongue, I can understand why somebody could show up at the, your proverbial door, knock on it and say, hi, do you have a second to, to answer these couple of questions? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I've, I've now said this maybe 10 times, but Take whatever steps you can. And obviously, we all want all of us to be taking the biggest steps and the best steps. But if it starts with, hey, I don't know where I can donate, or hey, I'd like to learn more about this, or hey, and this is good, maybe I'll get some flack for this. Hey, I'm, I'm, I've never waited on this before. I am going to put up a black square on Instagram to show how I feel about this. And then someone, one of your friends sees that you put it up and says, hey, so what are you doing about this? Or what can we do about this? Then mm-hmm. that's, that's a step. And by no means am I saying, hey, take a step, 
throw a party for yourself or right. if you've never taken a step, take that first step and then you're all done. Right. But we, but we absolutely like your baby step isn't going to solve. Wherever we are, we have to take the next one. Yeah. Your baby step is not going to solve any problems, but it is, if your baby step leads to you getting like a walking start and then that walking start turns into a running start and then you fucking get some somewhere, then that baby step is important. So that, and that, that's why I like that we're doing this episode because, uh, confusion and discomfort with oh god i'm not i'm not qualified to speak on this and i don't know that then and i think that's if your alternative is not we, saying anything then, right and if your alternative is just not doing anything not saying anything and worse just putting it out of your mind then where the fuck do you think we're going to be in five years time I yeah and, and like your guess from personal experience like yeah, I, I can bet that a big percentage of the reason why we haven't talked about it much on this podcast before is because like it's it's uncomfortable for two white dudes to have a conversation about race, and it's too and it's from my perspective, like I feel uninformed and un uh, unqualified to have those conversations because my experience is not that valuable to into a conversation about race. Agree. But again, if the alternative is like, like I, I was talking to friends this past week about maybe I said this a little earlier. A lot of white people spend their formative years misunderstanding the whole fucking thing. And I'm not saying I'm blaming. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm blaming what they're taught. I'm blaming how we've been teaching people forever that you learn about. Uh, the 1960s and you learn about the Little Rock Nine and you learn about Martin Luther King who again was murdered and you think, okay, all this happened and now here we are today. And you assume that at some point a bow was, was put on it. And as a result, people spend their formative years, not even coming close to understanding it and worse thinking it's not a big deal or it's, it's not as bad as people are saying. I mean, I'll say this as, when I, when I was learning about that sort of stuff, I wasn't also seeing in the news ongoing cases of, of police brutality or, or anything that really shed light on the racism in this country. That's A, because I wasn't reading the news or I wasn't watching the news, but B, because I think that the news and everybody wasn't taking it as seriously. So mm. I, I think that a lot of people... And that's where, I, I'm not defending this, but that, that's where you can understand how a lot of people could be set in their ways because all they've known is this incorrect idea. So they're going to, once that's challenged, when they're 50, 60, 70 years old, they're going to say, fuck you, I've known this my whole life. No, you've thought this your whole life. So are you going to challenge your thinking? Are you going to revisit stuff and say, you know what? Since I've I've really been an adult, I've understood that I and everyone like me are recovering from things like sexism, racism, whatever. Not in that, oh, once upon a time I was like a, an actively sexist or racist person. And, uh, no, but just like the culture and right, just the, you way more accepted. Like we right, talk about it all the thought. time and we joke about it, but like Friends was a like just an overtly homophobic show great example and, and, 
And like they also had very few black people in that show at all. A, a show about New York City in the 90s. Like, right. what are we doing here? So that's, so that's a great example of it. That shows that like you would watch that and you're just think, huh, whatever. That shows that you're not taking it seriously. And while that is not committing uh, like an act of racism it's certainly not being brushing it off is yeah you're brushing it off is is like it's it's not like overt racism but it's it's like you're you're not helping the cause at all (laughs) by just being like oh well it doesn't affect me so whatever right so i mean so i guess my point would be opening your eyes more that is like some uh, it's tough to call it but it is like a form of racism right well i and that's where passive racism maybe yeah, well, I mean, if, if like the, they say that silence is compliance or you're, you're complicit if you're silent, for our entire lives, we've been participating in this machine that that keeps it. Yeah, like from, from like my point of view, it's like it's it's been happening my entire life. And I've I think you know realistically like i've realized that it's been happening for like a good portion of my life and i haven't done anything about it and that's on me and i think that that's something that needs to change and it's it's embarrassing and it sucks that it took until this for that to happen but we're here now and now is the time that we have to actually do something about it and you said it's embarrassing it's absolutely embarrassing and you feel so feel so stupid like of just things that you that you'd never considered mm-hmm. and it's it's not like a oops i forgot about it type of thing it's right like that's the thing like, I, like i've known this has been going on for a yeah. long time and just haven't done anything about it and yeah that, and that's why i think this has been such a heavy couple of weeks i think that a lot of people have been reflecting on that and thinking why why didn't i or anyone who looks like me like why were we why wasn't this like a number one priority at any point right you know and it's because i I think at the end of the day and this goes back to everyone being a narcissist i think that everybody fancies themselves a good person and i think they fancy themselves a well-intentioned person i i I think that you and i fall into that category we we we're shitheads with we make fun of greta van fleet or whatever but i think that we we try to be good people Mm -hmm. like sports aside and that's a fucking tough pill to swallow to know that the worst thing in the world has been going on and i've just kind of you've just been like i'm i'm too busy for this yeah (laughs) or whatever it's like I'm just, it doesn't affect me. So I'm not going to pay attention to her. I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. That's, that's fucking, that sucks. So again, take whatever steps you haven't taken yet. Have awkward fucking conversations with, with your, your, your white friends really, really reflect on things that you thought that might've been wrong donate if you can find find causes that that stand out to you and 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 speak to you we're uh to thank you all the uh patreon subscribers we're going to be donating all the money for this month to 
various causes. We haven't locked down exactly which ones we were going to do, so I, we won't say them. But um, if any listeners have suggestions too, like throw yeah, them we've got we've got way. a couple that that we're pretty sure Being about. But uh, but even if that turns into all right, so instead of splitting it two ways between these two things, maybe it's splitting it four ways between these four things or three ways between these three things. So yeah, like I think that it, and I think it's a good thing for just to have people send uh, just whatever charities or, or, or fundraising things that are important to them, send them to us if we like them, like, and we'll just, we'll look at them. And if, even if we don't choose them, we'll pass them along. Yeah. We'll certainly retweet them and yeah. And pass them along. So this is going to sound very uh, like NFL statement but just like think and be good. I don't know. Actually NFL statements like, aren't even saying think. No, I know. And they're just and saying it's like, like, come to get, can we just unite? Which, and like the thing that I like again, about this, that, that, that the thing that I like about our audience and like this podcast is that like, I know that, of like 98 to 99 to maybe a hundred percent of the people that we're talking to right now, like they're, they're good people and they get it. And like, they're probably in the fucking same boat as us. Right. And, and so I, like, I that's why I don't want to preach or anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I did think about that. Like, I, I think that the only account I saw it by accident, everyone talks about how they're losing Twitter followers. I don't fucking, I've believe me. Uh, I don't check Twitter followers. I'd, I'd have hired somebody else to run my account. Uh, but I, uh, looked, I did notice the other day because I've like jokingly in my, I've had the same number of Twitter followers for fucking ever. It's like mm-hmm. down to like the hundred I've, I've had 20, 27,200 forever. Like it just, it's just <laughs> always said next to my name. You just hit your cat, man. You hit your cat, hit your cat. Right. It's always said that. So the other day, I was on Twitter and I would just, I, I had like my own page was up and it said DJ Bean 27.1. I was like, oh, I lost Twitter followers too because uh, unfortunately a lot of people are losing to, not unfortunately, whatever. Who can, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, if you're going to unfollow Please. me like over, over that, then I don't want you. I've always said that. Like if, if you're going to unfollow me about shit that like is important to me or I think that is just like a, like generally a like good people thing, then yeah. f- fucking goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. I'll see you later. I don't want you back. I'm gonna. Sh- I'll <laughs> shout like, out. Don't come back. I'll shout out KFC. He's been getting a lot of man. Why can't it be? Why can't Barcelona be the way that it used to be? Blah blah. And he's been like, man, I don't know what you fucking think I used to be, or whatever. Right. Like, but I'm trying to fucking get better out here. So you're if you if you're jumping ship now. Like, yeah, it's a lot of people showing their ass now. When I'm like, when I am doing my best then yeah. you are cordially invited to get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's a lot of people showing their ass in like a, in a lot of different forms too, in a lot of different ways. I mean, the people who are like yelling at people for virtue signaling, it's like, no, it's not fucking virtue signaling. It's being like a, a trying to be a decent fucking human being and caring about somebody who isn't yourself. But that's a good, but you know, on the virtue signaling thing, I think that that is another uh, fear or something that, that might pop into someone's head when they're about to to make a statement or put anything out. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I did not put out a, and this wasn't like an active choice. I just fucking didn't do it. Which that's that that can be shame on me. Um, I, I wondered. I'm like, if I just put out a, hey, I've been thinking, 
and I've been misguided and I'm trying to take these steps. Basically, the, the things that I've been repeating throughout this, I think that would be a healthy thing. And I, I really should have done that. I just, I just didn't put it into words. Um, then I, there is that kind of self-conscious like, oh, wait, will I be – well, am I going to be coming off as like uh, – as yeah, and, and like I know that you read it, but like Curran's thing where he wrote about like all the reasons that were holding him back from exactly. saying, about, saying and I was, something – he nailed like he checked every fucking box as to like why it's like why I've second thought it and things like that over the course of however many years. Like it's one, it's selfishness. Two, being like fearing of of being divisive or like having people unfollow you, tell you to stick to sports or whatever. Then it's like the people thinking that you're virtue signaling and like all these reasons across the board. And at this point in time, it just doesn't fucking matter because if you're yelling virtue signaling right now, you're kind of an asshole and, and- you just don't get it. I saw Mina Kimes uh, say this. Someone was like, oh, enough with the virtue signaling. And she was like, you know that that's virtue signaling on your point, right? Uh, on your part, right? Like, if, if you're saying, you know, when I get mad at people for saying uh, someone's pandering, mm-hmm. because that's just pandering, that's pandering yeah. to people who say that everybody's pandering. Yeah. If you're virtue signaling, if you're saying, oh, stop trying to let everyone know your character, I'm yeah. learning, okay, I'm learning about your character. Right. Yeah, um, and it's true. Yeah, and, 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 and then that that Tommy Curran column was very good. Was excellent because that's that's a mea culpa of sorts. That's saying and that's saying, hey, these are things that have gotten in my way before, and I can't let them get in my way. And if and I, I think that there's there's that fear that uh, well, if I admit that I was doing it wrong for so long. Am I a bad guy? And I would, yeah, well, it's, what are your options? Right. Yeah. It's like, you're going to continue being a bad guy. And obviously (laughs) that's not specific to current. I'm not, I'm not saying that he was saying he was being a bad guy, but I'm saying, I think that people think that when they admit, you know, I've got a lot of learning to do or, Hey, I've gotten this wrong. I vow to do better. And that's what current's thing. was. current was just vowing to, you know what? Brian Flores put out the statement. And it really fucking meant something to me. And it really hit a nerve with me. And it, and it spoke to me. And I'm taking that shit seriously. So mm-hmm. no more I'm afraid of virtue signaling. No more, uh, well, let's look at these uh, statistics, even though it doesn't have anything to do with this thing. I, am, I vow to be better. Yeah, there have been the people that... fucking admirable. Yeah. I mean, and the people who throw out the, the statistics are, are the, in the same group as the people who yell virtue signaling and the people who throw out all lives matter, which I can't, I mean, I cannot believe that all lives matter is still a thing that happens. That there can be a counter to black lives matter <laughs> is insane. unbelievable to me. I had to explain it to my own mother this week. Right. Well, because in theory, you could say, wait, well, wait, well, what, why, why is that a bad thing? Shouldn't it be all lives matter? But then God bless whoever came up with the, I've been saying God bless a lot during this. I've got to reiterate. I, I don't say that. Um, the cartoon thing? Gosh bless everybody who brings up, who or whoever came up with the, uh, the burning houses thing. Mm-hmm. The, if, so, if your neighbor's house is on fire, you don't run over to them and say, oh shit, our houses really fucking matter, don't they? Or like, what about my house? You yeah. put out the fire that, that exists there. So... Yeah, and it's like, and also like saying all lives matter is, so it's like you agree, black lives matter. It's just like you're completely missing the fucking point. So, I mean, I cannot believe that that still happens, but 
hopefully a lot of people are fucking learning from it because I'm I've seen from everyone that I've seen there's been the response with the uh with basically the the cartoon of the uh, houses on fire. Yeah, uh, I I yeah yeah, I I just can't believe that there is a yeah but to something I mean, but the, yeah, there's there's always going to be like it's just the world that we live in now. It's so that's, I've, that's, I've come to peace with it that like not not come to peace with it, but like I've come to the reality that the world that we live in right now, it doesn't matter how much sense anything fucking makes. There's always going to be an opposition to it. And there's always going to be uh, just like ignorant people who make themselves very loud on those situations. But you and they just insert themselves. And that's where it's frustrating that like knowing, oh, it's, uh, I'll make a COVID analogy where, oh no, this is a very serious thing. I better stay inside so as to not spread this because we can't spread this. And then you see a bunch of people who say, oh, fuck that. I don't care about it. And you see that they're out and about and then you think, well, then this is fucking hopeless. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm wasting my efforts because these fucking jackasses are out there. Won't. And I, I think it's been really easy to have your faith in humanity shooken up a little bit this week, these past couple of weeks, because well, well, honestly, we're saying, these past like, like fucking three months, of, three, yeah, four months sure. for different reasons. But right. like it, but, it, the entire last three, four months have been fucking exhausting because of how dumb people are. Right. But you just you can't. And I understand you can have your faith in humanity rocked quite a bit. And it's happened to me a bunch of times during this, because, again, not only is it oh my God, how are these ass assholes being like this? We feel fucking dreadful. We feel like fucking horrible people for being as behind and for even having to participate in this game of catch up that, that all white people are playing. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to, to, to really be fucking bummed out about this. And obviously it's a pretty dire situation. So you should be, but you've got to look you got to look at your alternative. Mm-hmm. It's I can try to be better and I can, tr- and we can try to make this world a better place. I'll break some news here on brunch. Neither of us have children, but like think about the fucking world that you want to exist in a year or two years and think of your fucking think, think of people who don't fucking look like you. We feel fucking yeah. terrible about this and God fucking knows and we'll, we listen as best as we can, but we can never fucking understand the pain and the fucking agony. Yeah, it's that, it's just that, like, that, that take a second. To every day have to go right. through. Right. It's just like a lot of the times you just don't make a conscious effort to think about people other than yourself. Everybody's and a narcissist, man. So like do that. Start thinking about other people that aren't you and start thinking about other people who are different than you, like significantly different than you. Maybe not in like personality wise or whatever, but like all that shit matters. You can say that it doesn't matter. And I think that like a big thing that's coming out of this too is like the I don't see color argument. It's oh like God. that should not exist. That yeah, you thought that was over. Not exist. We've learned yeah. that, that that pops up quite a bit. So then that's a. And like, and like, so that's a situation where it's like somebody has good intentions, somebody has good intentions but it is just like the absolute wrong way to look at something. 
and, and, and it, that's where when, and it's like inherently disrespectful of course and that's where that's where the listening part comes in that if you right. again like as as you're taking your baby giraffe steps you're gonna look like a fucking idiot and sometimes you're gonna walk wrong and you're gonna fucking fall down and there are there are resources there are people there are everybody everybody with the heart is rooting for you to fucking get this right and for you to to help and for you to contribute to a better society so take take the steps if you if you can get some walking lessons definitely fucking right. listen to right. those but take the fucking steps yeah like don't commit to crawling for the rest of your life just because your first couple yeah or sitting just because your first couple of steps are small or you fall down. All right, uh, love you all. Keep your also, eyes open. Tell by the way, our president is a fucking idiot. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna do. Also, this episode is brought to you by no. Or also, <laughs> no. uh, also, Space Force sure is lucky the world fucking ended. <laughs> So no one has to learn about how bad that show was. Uh, yeah, dude, I, that's like, one where we, we have covered it. And I, I feel yeah. that I can say, if you know but us. Somehow, like just somehow, some way, the, like the floor just never stops getting lower. Oh, yeah. It is the, it's the Tower of Terror, except you're like, I don't remember ever going up. <laughs> it's just a lot of drops. Yeah. I don't remember going there, there was supposed to be some sort of like a, it was dark and there's like a speech and then you see some ghosts or something. I don't remember any of this happening. Just, yeah. You get on the tower of terror and immediately they're like, Hey, you buckled in. Cool. And you plummet. You keep going lower, and lower, and lower. What's that thing you're playing with? Uh, this is a, uh, it's a, a attachment that goes into my headphones and it's a microphone. Oh, cool. Is it for gaming? Sure is. Nice. A lot of gaming happening over here. I just fucking sit on the floor and throw up and cry. That's, that's pretty much me. Yep. I'm uh, I'm turning I'm turning 32 this weekend. How about that? Oh man! Isn't that such hey, a what day? Sunday. Oh, nice. That's um. That's not a bad age. It's a weird age. That, that's that, that's the first age I've thought about in a while. When I turned 30, I was like, hell yeah, get me the <laughs> fuck out of my 20s. And 30, 30s, uh, 30 was a, a great age and fun. Like Turning 30, I think, is very, very fun. And those, I think, are like the last awesome birthday parties. 31, it's like, yeah, whatever. I turned 30 last year and nobody cares what I am now. Cool. But then once you get to, I don't know, 32, I'm kind of starting to think a little bit. In a couple of years, I'm going to be 34. Mm-hmm. And that is fucking 50. Yeah, it's like you got to find a, a, your third wife, maybe settle yeah. down, have some kids. Um, now, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 29 later this month. So, yeah, pretty. Party's, party's ending. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I would say maybe next week we'll talk about Space Force or something, but I'll talk about anything before I talk about Space Force. That show, that show. That show stinks. We got we got we got we got bad movies to catch up on. Um, that was originally the plan for this week, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you watch? 
Did you I watch? Did not, no. uh, I haven't done the, anything. The high note. No, I did uh, watch. Uh, I watched uh, Friends with Kids. Oh yeah, we texted about that. You were yeah. like, "Have you seen?" What Friends an interesting movie. I was like, "Yeah, a couple of times." Uh, don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I was like, "I don't." You were like, "Oh, dude, remember this?" I was like, "I don't remember anything about that movie." <laughs> like, you said you seen it a couple times. No, I don't remember anything about that movie. So, uh, everybody, be good. We would love su- suggest donations, suggest things our listeners can do. Again, this is just this was a dumb conversation between two dumb guys trying. Yeah, to hopefully we do. Hopefully we to find our footing. Yeah, I mean, it was it was an awkward conversation, but like it's an awkward conversation that's necessary, and hopefully, hopefully we we'll get somewhere and keep keep moving forward. But it just it did not feel right to do like a goofy episode this week, right? So I'll say. Like we had ad reads and stuff too, and I just like it. It didn't feel appropriate to like butt into a house. conversation. Yeah, it didn't feel appropriate to butt into conversation and do ad reads. So we'll do some make goods and and, and make them up uh, next week or something. Hell yeah! All right, be good, everybody. <laughs>